the Friedrich Rebbe, whose Hilula we have this Shabbos, related regarding the Achnos HaLechaydeh of his father, the Rebbe Rashab. During the time of the Achnos HaLechaydeh, the Tzemach Tzedek was throwing candies at him, said that Malach Michal threw them. The Rebbe Rashab was obviously very excited about that, and these candies were very precious to him, and he didn't want to eat them. Erev Pesach, the minig is, we checked the ch- children's pockets. The Tzemach Tzedek called the Rebbe Rashab, asked him, where are these candies? And at that point, the Rebbe Rashab had no choice, and he had to eat them. The Rebbe says that from this story we have in Yonim that we can learn out, both in regards to the Yonim of Chinuch, as well as in Yonim related to the Halachis of Chametz, which actually regarding both of these things are related to this Parsha, Parsha's boy, the ideas of Yigadat Olevincha, as well as various Halachis in the Yonim of Chametz. But the Rebbe starts over the question, the Rebbe says, if in fact these candies were so, so precious to the Rebbe Rashab, why did he have to eat them? Why can't, couldn't he just have it sold to the Goy? Now, perhaps you could say that the reason it couldn't have been done over here was, number one, since he clearly wants his candies back after Pesach, that means that he wants it on Pesach that it should exist. He doesn't want it to be gone. And therefore, that could cause a problem of really whether that would be considered a proper thing to do, whether you're allowed to sell it in that case. The Rebbe says you can't say this because the Rebbe actually doesn't mention in Halacha that there's a problem with selling the Chomets when there's this idea of because you want it in existence. Number two, says the Rebbe, another suggestion that could be was the problem. Some people say that the whole Mechiras Chametz actually only works when the Isser of Chametz was a Medirah Bonam. That means you said already, call Chamira, you nullified your Chametz. But the Chachamim didn't want that you should just rely on the Hefker, so we have to get rid of it, so we're selling the Chametz. Now usually they allow the Chametz, even though it seems like there is some sort of trickery of air, deception of air, but in this case, since it's what's called the Haramani Keres, it's clearly a trickery, because he definitely wants the candies back after Pesach. Maybe in this case, the Chachamim wouldn't have allowed it. But the Rebbe again says this would be a problem. We can't say this, because according to most Poiskim, and especially the Alter Rebbe, the sale of the Chametz is not a trick, it's not a deception, it's an absolute, complete sale, Midoy Raisa, because clearly we're, we're actually not selling the ones that we were mavatal, that we nullified. We're selling the actual chametz itself, not the ones that we nullified. So it's clear chametz medairaisa, and yet we sell it in an absolute sale. So therefore, we're back to the question, why couldn't these candies just simply be sold to a goy? Now, before getting back to the answer to this, the Rebbe deals with another question. Why isn't there another way of dealing with it? Making it hefker, just nullifying it. Now, even though we just said that hefker only works on the Do'eraisa level, but the Chachamim came along and said, making it Hefker is not enough, you need to actually get rid of it. Says the Rebbe, but the reason why the Chachamim wanted you to get rid of it is for two reasons. And for either one, there shouldn't seemingly shouldn't be a problem over here, we have a way out. What is that? One reason the Chachamim were concerned is that you're not going to make it Hefker completely with your full intention, you don't really mean it completely. That's why they wanted you to actually take it out of your possession. Well, so there's an Eitzah. Make it Hefker and actually take it out of your possession. Put it in the Rishus HaRabim, in a place where not so many people go, and then after Pesach, take it back. An, a, another reason the Chachamim had, they didn't want you to just make it Hefker, is they were concerned that if it's going to be in your house, even though it's Hefker, but since you're so used to having Chametz, you might end up eating it. But again, if you took it outside, then there isn't that concern. So seemingly we have this Eitzah over here, make it Hefker, and you, and, you, and you got rid of both problems. Now, you might say simply why the Tzemach Tzedek did not say to do this, is because, yes, even though there are poiskim that say you can't do that, but the Alter Rebbe actually paskins that you cannot do that. 
You can't just um, make it hefker and put it outside. And in fact, if something was hefker in that way, after Pesach, you would not be allowed to take it back. So maybe that's why the Tzemach Tzedek is not giving this idea. But the Rebbe says it's hard to say that this would be the reason in our case, because what are we Sachakos talking about? What, after all, what are we talking about over here? We're talking about candies, which is doubtful even to doubt whether it even has chametz in it. If it has chametz, it would be maybe a very small percent, which is called Taruvas chametz, which would be bottle, beroiv, or beshishim. And furthermore, the Rebbe says, the fact that usually we say hefker doesn't really work, you shouldn't make it hefker in that way, is because we're concerned that everyone's going to be making it hefker to be able to derive pleasure from it after Pesach. But in our case, we're clearly speaking about that the Rebbe Rashab does not want to use it after Pesach. He doesn't want to eat it, he doesn't want to use it, he's not going to sell it. And again, we're, we're speaking about something that it's a doubt even whether it needs to be destroyed. And we're speaking about a very unusual case. It could be in this case, there would be no problem with making it hefker. So again, we're going to be back to the question, why, first of all, why not selling it? And also, why not making it hefker? On a side note, the Rebbe also points out that this is all not connected at all to another topic that you might say, it's maybe because a child can't sell things or make things hefker. But the Rebbe says it doesn't apply over here, this idea, because obviously the Chiyah would be on his father to either sell it or make it hefker. So but we're back to this question, what would be the problem with doing that? Says the Rebbe, this will be understood based on the Shmuah the Rebbe says from Chassidim, that Bechlal generally the Anhaga of Chassidim Chabad and the Chassidim of our Rabbeim was in this way, that if they got food or drinks from the Rabbeim, they would make sure that they had a problem of Chometz, they would make sure to finish it before Pesach and not to sell it. And the Rebbe says the simple reason is, because it's disrespectful, you're taking something that you got from the Rebbe, something that you got from the Tzaddik, and giving it to a Goy. The Rebbe says there's another point. When it's going over to the Goy, there's Bechlal a question, whether once you get it back, if any of the Kedusha even remained in it. And the Rebbe is going to elaborate now in the next part of the Sikha on this question. And the Rebbe says, we might say, that it's dependent on the way how we look on the Isar of Chometz. The Ragachover explains that there's two ways of understanding Chometz. Either it's the Isar on the very, very essence of the item down to its core, or it's only on what we call the title, the description, that it's, that it's called Chometz. In other words, the Chometz aspect of it, the outer part of it. As we use it as a food, etc., as it looks like a food. The Rebbe says this is also, there's a famous machloikas in the Gemara where the Chometz after Pesach is Osur. This is what the Ragged says. Is it us based on this machloikas, is it Osur only in eating, or you also not allowed to derive pleasure from it? If we say that the Isur of Chometz is down to the essence, so you're not even allowed to have pleasure from it. If we say it's only in eating, in other words, only as an edible item, it's only the outer title of it, then you would be allowed to derive pleasure from it. You're just not allowed to eat it. Another machloikas that's connected to this. There's the opinion that says that with chametz you have to actually absolutely burn it. There's also the opinion that you could just crumble it and throw it out, throw it to the wind, throw it to the sea. Again, if it's the very, very essence of it, then you have to destroy it down to its last drop. If it's only the outer title of it, the edible aspect of it, then you could just crumble it up and throw it out. Says the Rebbe, so we can now connect this all to our question whether the Kedusha would remain after it went to the Goy. If we say the Isur of Chometz is down to the very, very essence, so then what are you selling? You want to get rid of the whole Chometz down to its very essence. So then the Kedusha has nothing left, no, no hold anymore on this piece of Chometz. Because all of it is sold to the Goy. If we say that the Isur is only you're trying to get rid of the Isur of Ba'yurah, Ba'yumotzeh, you're not allowed to own chametz, you're not allowed to have chametz, but only as much as far as the Isar is. So then perhaps, 
when you're selling the chametz, you're only selling that aspect of it, but not the very essence of it. And then maybe the Kedusha does still have something to hang on to. And since in fact the halacha is that chametz after Pesach, you are allowed to derive pleasure from it, which sounds like the chametz, the Eastern chametz didn't go down to its essence, and also that Me'ikar Adin, Technically, according to Allah, you would be allowed to crumble it. It's just a minute to burn it, which again sounds like the Isr is then not down to its core essence. So then maybe we could say the essence is still somewhat connected to the Yid, and therefore, even after he sells it to the Goy, and therefore the Kedusha does have something to hang on to. But the Rebbe says, really, we can't say this, because even though it's true that the Mechira we're selling it, just not to be over and by your or by your Nevertheless, the opinion of most poiskim is that it's an absolute, complete mechira, complete sale. That means the very essence of the chametz went over to the goy to the extent that it's not only his to use, but if he wants, he could technically go and sell it to somebody else. And therefore, if we're saying that it's completely sold down to its essence to the goy, we can now understand why the chassidim didn't want to sell it to a goy, because again, not only is it disrespectful to take what you took from the tzaddik and give it, to the Rishus of a Goy, who's getting his highest Mishalosh, Klippus HaTameis, but again, Yechaz Mishalom, removing the Bailos, the ownership that Kedusha had on it, and now, removing that completely. Said the Rebbe, based on this logic, we can now apply this idea, why not to make it Hefker either, that which you got from the Tzaddik. But first, discussing Hefker a little bit. The Ragachover explains that Hefker can be explained in two different ways. Is Hefker, does it mean that it doesn't belong to anyone now? You removed your ownership from it, so now it belongs to no one. Or does it mean that now everyone in the world has some sort of shaykh, some sort of connection, uh, and uh, ability to acquire it, and so on? In fact, the Ragachever explains that based on this, Machloikas in the Gemara, that discusses, we know in the Dinam of Tchum Shabbos, you're not allowed to go out of 2,000 Amois, from where you started Shabbos. Even your items are not allowed to go out of that domain. If one person filled up from a public well, for somebody else, the question on Yom Tif, the question is now, the water, is it not allowed to go out of the Tchum Shabbos of the one who filled it, or the one who it was for? And the Ragachover explaining, the Gemara explains it based on the same logic. If we say that the water belongs to everyone, so that means also the person who was filled up for had some sort of shaykhs to this water before. So it could be that the water now should be going according to his Tchum Shabbos, the one who was filled up for, because he had a Shaykh to it. If the water belongs to no one, then it's now going to belong only to the person that that uh, that drew the water on Yom Tif, and therefore it has to go based on the person who drew the water. But either way, the idea is, again, these two Svaris doesn't belong to no one or to everyone. And based on each one of the Svaris, we'll understand why it's inappropriate to make the Hefker that which you received from the Tzaddik. If you say it belongs to everyone, then it's obvious why that's a problem. It's now going to be shaykh to all the goyim in the world. In fact, all the yidin want to remove themselves from chametz, and now it's shaykh to all the goyim in the world. So that's completely disrespectful. Especially, we, in a certain sense, it's even worse than selling it to a goy. You're going to sell it to a goy, you're going to sell it to a good goy from one of the chassidiyum, etc., etc. But here, it's going to belong to all the goyim in the world, even those that are not the righteous goyim. Now, according to the Svarad, that it belongs to no one, so it's again un- understood how disrespectful this is, that you're taking something so, so precious that you received from your Rebbe and just making it Hefker, which is again going to be completely uh, the opposite of Kavit, showing that you don't have a Chshivas for it, etc., etc. And this is why the Tzavach Tzedek wanted, that rather the Rebbe Rashab should take the candies and eat it, and it will become part of his flesh and blood. And the Rebbe concludes with a very powerful Indian in Chinuch, a hero in Chinuch. 
The Rebbe is preempting a question. The Rebbe says, seemingly if it's so precious to the Rebbe Rashab, the Rebbe Rashab is a little boy. There's no Isser as we established to sell it or to make it Hefker. So why shouldn't we allow him to keep it? It'll always remind him and inspire him about his Achnos HaLechader and how he got these candies, etc., etc. I, for a short little moment, it belonged to a guy and the Kedusha was removed. Okay, so that's not noticeable in it. He's a little child. He doesn't know that. But it's going to inspire him. But here we see the tremendous Ishtadl, the effort we have to put into Chinuch. And not only in things of Dei Raisa or the Rabbanon, or even a Hidr Mitzvah, but even Minhagim and matters of Chassidim. That every, and, and that everything should be done according to the emis, what it really is all about. And even if it comes along with some challenges, difficulties, in this case, the Rebbe Rashab didn't want to part with those candies. But this is the way we educate the child and educate him to change the nature of his midos. And furthermore, the Rebbe says, even though we're speaking about Rabbeim over here, but since it was told to us, then definitely it has a hira and a shaykhus and a sinas koyach that each and every one of us could also act in this particular way.